The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Are you ready to get LinkedIn? We're rocking the world with LinkedIn. One show at a time. Join your fearless leaders, Mike and Lori, as they reveal insider secrets, chat with other LinkedIn gurus, and answer your LinkedIn questions. For those about to get LinkedIn, we salute you. This is your chance to get inspired and use LinkedIn to help you rock the world too. Now, it's time to crank it up to 11 for your hosts, Mike and Lori. It's great to have you on the show today. Always a pleasure to do them with you. I can sing with this guitar, can't You I? can do something with that you guitar. <laughs> you wouldn't know that that came off of a 59 Fender Stratocaster there, and it merged right into my voice. You could hardly tell the difference. And except that that's a 59 Scooby-Doo. 59 inches? 59 inch Scooby-Doo guitar, yes. I don't know perhaps. what that... I don't know. <laughs> um, absolutely, and uh, it so travels with us, does it, it not? Does, cause it does, it, because it, you can deflate it and roll it up, throw it in our suitcase, and blow it back up when we get there. It's fabulous. There yes, it's, a it's, great a great, it's a great way to travel with a guitar. You know, uh, Lord, I gave my son a T-shirt that had a guitar on it and an amplifier and everything. You can actually play guitar on the T-shirt. It was his, his Christmas present this last year. It has a little little amp on it, and everything was 30 bucks. It was well, so cool. And he loves it. He loved it. He loved it. He had friends from school that had them as well. One of them has drums. You beat on your chest. And it it makes real drums with a real speaker and amp and everything. That's cool. You should send him a note and tell him to to get all his friends together with their shirts on and Uh, do a video. There we go. Do a video. There we go. Well, hey, today's show is going to be a lot of fun. We're going to be interviewing Sharon Polsky, who is a privacy and security expert, um, in just a few minutes. And... A little bit different show today, isn't it? Is it is a little bit different show. I think um, this is an important topic. Well, you know, we like to do a tip or something and throw some some really good content early on in the show now. We so, do. So I, we're, we're, we're doing a lot of work um, documenting um, processes and procedures for our trainings and all, and there's some new privacy stuff out here. There is. You know, a lot of people don't know that the settings screens on LinkedIn have been changed and updated, and so when you go into settings now, it looks a lot significantly different. Even getting to settings is way different. It, right. it's, it's in the upper right corner by the Add Connections button. You see your name up there. And who would think that you just kind of look at the drop down under your name to get to settings? But right. you know what? That's where it is now in the upper right corner in the drop down. It takes you to the to the essentially the profile button at the bottom down the section at the bottom. Got your privacy controls. It does. So it's really it's one thing I like about what they did is that when you go to the settings screens now, there are four tabs on the left. And the very first one that comes up automatically is profile, and privacy controls is the first option that you have. Doesn't that mean something? First thing you see on settings for LinkedIn, 
privacy controls. Try to find that on Facebook. Just try you to know, find it. You know what I like very much? I read an article um, that had interviewed Reed Hoffman, the chairman of, of LinkedIn. They talked to him about privacy and said, why isn't LinkedIn being hammered on privacy? And he said that you provide people the controls that they're looking for and they won't have a problem. You know, you're very open and LinkedIn has been. They've been very open about privacy settings, about how they use information and stuff and People are okay with that. Helps that the environment on LinkedIn is simpler. Facebook right. does so many things. I mean, you're not tagging pictures on LinkedIn, so we don't have to have settings for tagging pictures right. on LinkedIn. You and you I mean? pretty much talk about LinkedIn in a public environment anyway. What do you do as a professional at work? What do you talk about around the water cooler? Those are not typically things that people are as concerned about. Yeah, in my early days being involved with LinkedIn, uh, when we got involved training, um, we, we were interfacing with Duncan Work at corporate. He was the chief privacy officer Nice. back then. So one of the founders of the company was a privacy officer, Duncan Work. In fact, he's the one who helped us get sponsored, get sponsorship from LinkedIn to do our first LinkedIn trainings where they LinkedIn wrote us a check to trade. I love that. And that's the else. only support LinkedIn has ever given us. A lot of people say, do you work at LinkedIn? Can you hook me up with people? And I say, no, yes, we're not associated with LinkedIn in any way. Yeah, the support's pretty much in one direction only at this right. point. Well, we're a fan club, huge fan club members, presidents of the fan club. So, um, the, let's get on with our with our show. Go ahead and take us into the first break. We'll thank our sponsors. We love our sponsors. They keep us on the air. And then we'll be right back with Sharon Polsky, president of Amina Consulting and the national chair of the Canadian Association of Professional Access and Privacy Administrators. Whew, that's a mouthful. <laughs> that's such a mouthful. i got to get out the slide guitar. The what? slide guitar. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Time to thank the sponsors that help keep us stay linked in to you. More from Rock the World with LinkedIn when we return. Two, one, booster ignition. Ascend into new heights of ranking and revenue with a search engine-friendly online shopping cart that's ready for liftoff. Introducing Ascender Cart. Ascender Cart optimizes your shopping cart with easy-to-use SEO tools that will help build keywords, titles, and tags for top search engine rankings. Get all of the advantages of having a shopping cart on your site and monitor your progress with regular reports in just a click. Prepare to launch your shopping cart to the top of the search engines with AscenderCart. Learn more about what AscenderCart can do for you at AscenderCart.com. A-S-C-E-N-D-E-R-C-A-R-T.com. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. On the road. 
on the boat, working out, or up in the air. Now you can listen to WebmasterRadio.fm on the go from anywhere. Look for WebmasterRadio.fm on TuneIn. Available for download on your iPhone, iPad, BlackBerry, Android, Palm, Samsung, and Windows Phone. As well as Google TV, Yahoo TV, and Roku. Tune in to WebmasterRadio.fm on the go from anywhere by downloading TuneIn right now. WebmasterRadio.fm. We really are everywhere. CEO Coach. Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Culture and Business Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Mike and Lori are back as they rock the world with LinkedIn, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Get your motor running. <laughs> Head out on the highway. I didn't know you were going to try and sing today. <laughs> yeah, you know, I just, I don't have the, the guitar plugged in quite right. It's still a good prop. But, it uh, is a great know, prop. I'm a vocalist as well. I've proven that I'm a vocalist. Vocalist as opposed to a singer. Yes. Yes. yes a performer so, as opposed to a musician. So. Yes. And you chose that particular song today for our particular guest. Well, yes, I did, because Sharon mentioned Steppenwolf. She did. So, Sharon Polsky, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. It's a delight to be with you. (laughs) You know, Sharon, I have seen Steppenwolf in the old day and the new day. Um, He's still playing John Kay and Steppenwolf, by the way. There were two bands at one time, Steppenwolf and John Kay, and then... Now it's just they, they, they merged the brand. Wow, that's interesting. So, but that's not why we're here. We're here to talk about something that, that I don't think enough about. You don't think enough about it. And it's kind of scary sometimes when I read your posts and I'm thinking, oh boy. You know? Um, um, will, will you introduce the, the, the topic I will. then? Because I, I swear, I, I, I'm, I'm here to learn on this Good. show. Really here to learn. So, for our listeners, Sharon Polsky is the president of Amina Consulting and the national chair of the Canadian Association of Professional Access and Privacy Administrators. She's in information risk management. So, Sharon, tell us a little bit about that and what that means for the lay, the lay person out there. Well, CAPASA is the professional association of the people across Canada in government and in companies, organizations of all sorts, who are entrusted with the privacy, the protection of privacy of information in those organizations and also the access to information because in Canada we have laws that not only provide for the protection of personally identifiable information, but Individuals here also have a right of access to the information held about them by corporations and also a right of access to information held by our governments. So CAPAPA is the people in these organizations who do the access and the privacy work. And uh, we've got members from coast to coast to coast. And uh, it's really the go-to place for people in the industry because although the laws have been around for like 25 years, a lot of people work at it 
in isolation. They don't know who to talk to for you know, help or where do I get this example or what do you do. So we, we help people network with their peers across the country. Cool. How, how, does, how do you find that that compares to the U.S.? Is it very similar, um, the laws and stuff? Well, there's some similarities, but not really, because in the States, it's more industry-specific. HIPAA is health. Um, you've got Gramm-Leach-Bliley for financial services, but you, you don't really have an overarching piece of legislation that covers everything. And we have that at the federal level, and we also have similar, uh, what's called substantially similar laws in uh, a couple of provinces, Alberta and British Columbia. So if the business is in Alberta and it's a private sector business, they are governed by what's called the Personal Information Protection Act, PIPA. Uh, there's also laws for health in each province and territory. Um, there's laws also for the public sector in each jurisdiction. So we've got the overarching law that applies to everybody in the public sector or everybody in the private sector, wow. and it doesn't matter what your industry. Cool. So that's, that's remember, a key difference. Yeah, that is a key difference. I, I remember my first um, privacy conference where I first met you, and I hadn't been in, in a room with so many people who were all focused on privacy and information security before. It was quite an eye-opening experience for me. Yeah, we're usually at concerts where people are blabbing away about everything and a lot of it that they shouldn't be talking about. Just the opposite. <laughs> Isn't it? I mean, we're at marketing conferences. <laughs> right. On one hand, yeah, but you say on one, they shouldn't be talking about it, but it's human nature. And if you go back to your business college, Maslow, Maslow's uh, hierarchy of needs, the need to be accepted in the group. Kids have that need. Adults have the same need. They talk. They also hear the media messages that say everybody is on whether it's Facebook or it used to be MySpace or now it's uh, Google+, and people want to join in. They don't want to feel like they're the only one who's left out. And teenagers sure feel that way, but I think adults are the same. They want to be included. They want to be part of where it's at. So they talk, and they talk about what's going on in their life, and they share information. It's very social, thus it's called social networking, but they don't, and yes, they're volunteering all sorts of information about themselves, but really, what did you say, Mike? I don't think about it. Most people, you have a lot of company, most people don't think about it. They don't think about the consequences because they don't know what those consequences might be. They don't know who's going to do what with the information that they're giving out. Well, That's I, where the problem comes in. I think in a lot of cases... We're looking at it as, as, as small pieces of information that, that who would ever want to assemble all that to create some big important piece of information or some, 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 something that would predict what, what we would do so they could take advantage of it in a way that we might not want to be taken advantage of. Little that stuff is already going on. Right. It yeah. really is already happening. Everything that you put in your email... Uh, your location, the photos that you post online that have the geolocation embedded in it, uh, the pictures of someone holding a, a cup that has the logo from a beer company. All of these things are freely posted by someone, whether it's you or someone on your behalf and you don't even know it. 
And then other people will look at this information, whether it's an employer or you want to get into a, a prestigious university. They'll look at your profile online, and they might ignore the fact that a lot of what's online is not true. It's just baloney or it's bravado. But they'll look at it and take it as if it's the gospel and decisions really are being made. Assumptions are being made about what sort of person you are, whether you're the sort of person that they want in that company or school or whatever, or, or should they provide you insurance if this is your lifestyle. Right. I know um, I, I wrote when I wrote the book, the Privacy Tweet book, I had somebody contact me and she picked up on one thing. I said, make a decision about what you're willing to share before you start sharing. And she said, you know, I'm willing to share a lot of things and I've decided I'm not willing to share about my kids. So even on Facebook and in her private social networking space, she doesn't talk about her children at all. She said, I'm going to let them go and decide what they want to be talked about. That's very good. She doesn't share. But what happens when her siblings or her relatives or her friends put right. in a comment, your kid's birthday is tomorrow. What can I bring to the party? Exactly. And then exactly. the kid. You know, I, I, uh, Mike and I were at a concert um, on the 4th of July, and I got a picture of me with the lead singer of the band and didn't think too much about it, just posted it up on the LinkedIn Diva page on, on Facebook. And um, somebody commented on the picture and said, hey, that's my son in the background. How cool is that? And I went back and looked at the picture and standing right beside us as he was walking past us, the picture was snapped and he was as clearly visible. Uh, he was right next to us. He was as clearly visible as we were. And I didn't think to crop the picture or anything. I just sent it up to Facebook from my phone. And I thought, wow, I could have invaded somebody's privacy inadvertently she could have been mad about it instead of happy about it um, well the, yeah i don't know there's so much invading his privacy because he's out in public really but right. what happens if he told somebody that he was going to be at a different place that night mm -hmm. or what if somebody has a look does a search online and whether it's through facial recognition or his his image is tagged he's easily findable what happens if someone sees, oh, he was at this concert, and the person who's looking doesn't approve of that sort of concert or doesn't like the band or right. has some bias, and they might make a judgment about this person. And, you know, you just mentioned a very important point I want to point out, um, enhance a little bit. You said facial recognition, and people don't know about that, I, I don't believe that that is something that's up and coming and becoming more and more popular with government agencies and security companies that even if you're not tagged in a picture through facial recognition software, you're, you can be identified. Oh, absolutely. There's, there's cities, there's city in China and also in Mexico, and it's becoming increasingly common that the entire population of these communities uh, has to provide, I mean, there's facial recognition, and wherever they go, they are being monitored. Their, their specific movements are being monitored. And then you add things like smart meters for electric, electricity that's delivered to your home and office, and all the appliances have individual signatures, so your electricity consumption is being monitored, and it's all under the guise of environmental you know, well-being, 
but the privacy invasiveness of this, I mean, it's getting creepy. And yeah, I've seen a lot in his novel, but some of this stuff is really creepy. And it's yeah, going on, and... <laughs> yeah, the movies about these animals, about toasters that, that get a life and, and report back, and, that, you know, wasn't there a movie? There was a whole movie about, about that, and it was with toasters. I don't remember what you said. Yeah, talking. there was also a movie called... There was a movie called Minority Report not that long ago, and the things that are profiled in that that at the time were considered science fiction, mm-hmm. that's happening already. Right. And the laws that are being passed, and the problem is a lot of this stuff happens. The governments, the corporations, they make these agreements and the, the laws and it's discussed. There's so much information, and people are so busy with their lives and their families and their, their jobs. And just keeping up with the regular every day and feeding your family, who has the time to go and research and find out what is going on? And then all of a sudden it's, hang on a second, where did this come from? How, how did this happen? And right. it's too late to do anything about it. So give us a tip. What's, if you could only tell, had time to tell somebody one thing that they could do to be aware of privacy and what they could do to protect it, what would you tell them? Yeah, something that's not obvious. Something that's not obvious? Or yeah. Something um, it would be really obvious to say, check your, check, check your security settings and privacy settings on Facebook often. I mean, it, you, you see that on a lot of tip sheets. What's something that someone might not know about that, 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 they, that, would, that they could do? On your cell phone, check the location settings. Every cell phone has a GPS, a built-in GPS, whether you use GPS or not or whether it, it shows as a GPS program. Your location is trackable. The law in the U.S. requires a cell phone to be able to be tracked to within 10 feet in case of emergency. Wherever you are, it is sending out a signal to say, this is where I am. Check in your menu, probably fairly deep in your menu, and look to see if you can turn off your locator and turn it off. If there's an emergency, they'll find you anyhow because it still keeps beaming that signal. Right. Or you can turn it on. But do you really want every place you go to be monitored? If you're on Foursquare and you want to, you, you choose to advertise where you are, great. But do you want this tracking device to be tracking you every step of your day? Right. It sounds a little bit like enemy of the state, doesn't it? <sighs> Again, what used to be science fiction, we're living now, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, exactly. that, that movie just so much comes to mind here. I want to go watch that movie again after talking with you, Sharon. You got me so inspired. I, I'm, I'm, I'm in. There you go. All right. It'll take a little bit more time. So, Sharon, if people want to connect with you, how can they find you? Easy way is I... Find you. (laughs) You can always get in touch with me either through my company, Amina Corp, A-M-I-N-A-C-O-R-P dot C-A, or through CAPAPA. Uh, I'm the national chair of CAPAPA, so the easiest email address there is National Chair at C-A-P-A-P-A dot org. And I'd love to hear from you. Great. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure having you on the show today. It has been great to meet you in person as well. And I look forward to seeing you again soon, my friend. 
I look forward to it too. Thank you so much. I've enjoyed this. Thank you, Cher. Well, Mike, take us out. Oh, yeah. So we started with Get Your Mode Running. Yes. This was Born to be Wild. Wow, 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 wow. Time to thank the sponsors that help keep us stay linked in to you. More from Rock the World with LinkedIn when we return. Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-service solutions is AdMedia.com. AdMedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized XML feeds for local, social, and search, plus the advertising arsenal of PPC, SEM, contextual, display, and more. AdMedia gives your campaign real visibility, from emailers to domain redirects. AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything AdMedia can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. AdMedia, strong ROI made simple. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Join marketing to women expert Maria Retan as she chats with those in the know so your business can grow. Purse Strings, Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Mike and Lori are back as they rock the world with LinkedIn, only on webmasterradio.fm. So, Mike, the expert segment this afternoon I wanted us to do together because there are some really specific do's and don'ts that people need to know about on LinkedIn. And right now, LinkedIn's kind of on a, on a kick again to suspend accounts and shut people down because they're violating the end user license agreement. Yeah, I'll tell you, the, the things that seem like best practices can come back and nip you if you're really not paying attention to what the rules are. It's a bummer getting kicked off LinkedIn, and I know people who have. I had one friend get kicked off LinkedIn with 15,000 connections. Wow. 
and to have to start all over again is not the way you want to do it. Now, what started us on this, um, really trying to educate people about the do's and don'ts of LinkedIn is we were at a conference recently and one of the SEO keyword optimization specialists in the world was up there telling people you should put your keywords in your name field on LinkedIn so you can be found. And I'm yeah, sorry, be found but, by the LinkedIn police and get shut down. Yeah, really, exactly. More, more, and more and you know what? When when a, when when I questioned her about it, she came back with, "Well, I haven't had a problem yet, and neither of my clients." Well, you know, it's not really a problem until it's a problem, and once it's a problem, it's too late. Yeah, there's no warning sign there. It doesn't, and and all it takes. Remember, LinkedIn is a tattletale system. It is, and all it takes is someone to report something. My picture was gone one day because of it. My, your profile, your profile could be gone one day. Yeah, just because someone raised a flag. And there's a difference between having your account restricted. For example, if you invite people you don't know, and somebody says, "Ignore this person," and no. I I don't know this person. You get seven people that say that they're going to restrict your account so that you have to know somebody's email address in order to send them an invitation. That's like a slap on the hand. You send customer service a message and say, my account's restricted. They say, don't do it anymore. You say, I promise I won't. They unrestrict your account and you continue to do it. No big deal. Then there are other times where they suspend your account because you haven't paid a bill or you've got some outstanding issue and you can't log into LinkedIn, but other people can still see you. And then there's the dreaded name field. And if they see anything in the name other than your name and lettered credentials, they will shut down your account. No questions asked. People won't even be able to see your profile anymore. So, look, what's okay to have in a name field other than, I mean, other than your first name and last name? What, MBA okay? Yeah, MBA, PhD, lettered credentials, okay? And, but not an email address, not a phone number, not um, you know, any kind of keywords that you might want to be found on, like, you know, internet expert or something like that. Um, you don't want any of those things in your name. And and some people are using the former maiden name field for that. You can put your maiden name in or your former name, or if you're, you've got an AKA or other also known as, you can put that in. But I don't put in the LinkedIn diva. I don't have Lori Ruff, comma space, the LinkedIn diva in there because I don't want the work that I've done since 2005 over the last six years to be wiped out for stupidity. Well, you carry a high profile on LinkedIn, you're more likely to get found if you do something like I that, too. I probably am, yeah. You know, if, uh, frankly, if I had 10, uh, 10 connections out there, I got less to lose in right. the first place. And you know what? LinkedIn's not as likely to find us. Still, there are simple tools for LinkedIn to run, buy a little piece of software, run it out there, and spit out all these people that are violating and say, you know what? You're gone, you're gone, you're gone, you're gone, you're right. gone, you're gone. Wouldn't put it past it. Wouldn't I, and I don't put it past him. We've gotten a, a message recently from a guy in Toronto who had his account shut down and he's got to go back and rebuild. And he only had like 150 or so connections, but they were all local people. And the only place he had them connected were, was on LinkedIn. Somebody else sent me a message. They said, you seem to have duplicate accounts. She didn't know the other one was out there. That's one reason they don't allow duplicate accounts. And so that was an issue. They took care of it for her without shutting down her regular account. If you're going to violate and do things like that, you know, there's a little, and, and, and we understand that there's some people pushing the envelope. We're friends right. with a lot of these folks. You know, right. They're sticking their necks out a little more than us, but there's something you can do to, to help. What are the, what's the first thing you can do well, you if can, you're going to play it a little risky? If you're going to be risky, you can back up your profile. Right below you, at the bottom of your header, you can save your profile to a PDF. And we always tell people to write it in Word anyway and then copy and paste it into LinkedIn. The other thing, Mike, is backing up your contacts. Export your connections 
uh, to a CSV file so that if anything happens, you've got them, first of all, outside of LinkedIn because they are your connections. And you can always go back and invite, well, at least up to 3,000 again. So, you know, it, it, it's, a, it's an insurance. It's a risk thing. I think you got to play it clean, Lori. you got to play it clean. Um, and and that, that's our advice, bar no ex. Uh, asterisks or anything by that. Play right. it nice and clean. So to play it nice and clean, if you want to see the do's and don'ts on LinkedIn, they have the end user license agreement, including a section called do's and don'ts in real English. You go to the bottom of any LinkedIn screen and you'll see the user agreement link right there at the bottom of the screen. Click on it. Take a quick glance, at least at the do's and don'ts section. You'll be glad you did. That's all the time we have for today, Mike. So people can find us every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern on webmasterradio.fm. And, of course, they can listen to the archive shows at rocktheworldradio.fm, rocktheworldradio.com. That's Rock the World. You'd think I'd know where we are right by now. You know, the Department of Redundancy Department implodes upon itself. It does every now and then. Thanks. And they can, of course, record, listen to us on iTunes, download, leave reviews, follow us. And look for us online, rockstarnetworking.com. You can connect with Mike and I. We look forward to talking with you. All you need is love. All you need is love. Can you feel the love, audience? I hope you do. We love y'all.